0: Hello and thank you for listening to another episode of Stuff That Matters. Well, you've heard the stories. You've heard about the pandemic. Now, hear the truth of the news. Today's episode is called, Where Is God? When our children were little, we loved to watch an animated series called Veggie Tales. To this day, we still enjoy watching those videos. But one video in particular was titled, Where Is God When I'm Scared? In a nutshell, it taught children how to put their faith in God when they were truly scared. The theme song for that video had the words, God is bigger than the boogeyman, he's bigger than Godzilla and the monsters on TV. Oh, God is bigger than the boogeyman, and he watches over you and me. That song needs to be applied to all of us today as we go through this awful pandemic together. We need to remember that God is bigger than the boogeyman, and he's bigger than a pandemic too. But the question still remains, where is God? Where is God when I am scared, the child asks his dad. And today, where is God when we are scared? Where is God when we are sick? Where is God when we are hurting? Where is God when our loved one is dying and we can only be with them virtually or looking through a window or maybe even not at all? Though I am a theologian and a retired professor of apologetics, I'm not going to be foolish enough to try to answer for God. That is his question to answer. However, my intent of this episode is to give a little bit of encouragement and of hope. And maybe my words will help a little bit. Yes, we are in this pandemic together, and yes, God is bigger than the boogeyman. But he is also bigger than, his, than this little pandemic that we are experiencing today. And what might be invisible to us as humans is not invisible to our Holy Creator, who, yes, still loves us and will not forsake us even when there seems to be no hope. And hope can be easily lost when we are told to quarantine ourselves for long periods. But while most of us around the world are told to self-isolate or quarantine ourselves, let's take a few moments to reflect on the time when God self-isolated or quarantined himself. From the world. In fact, this is not the first time that God has has ever quarantined himself. There was a time in history called the Dark Ages. Theological and evangelicals mostly refer to that period of time as the intertestamental period. Some prefer to call it the Silent Ages. It was a time in history between the writings of the Old Testament and New Testament ages of the Holy Scriptures. Why is this important, and what does it have to do with our pandemic? Well, I'm so glad you're wondering. The truth is, the intertestamental period was a time when God decided to self-isolate or quarantine himself, you might say. It was a time when there was no prophetic word by God to his prophets, prophets or priests. Was God still around? Yes, of course. But for 400 years, God stayed silent when it came to his prophetic word. In fact, just prior to his being silent, he spoke one last time to one of his prophets to give a last word. A word of warning to the people who laughed at God's word, scorned his prophets, and ignored his warnings. Those words are found in the book of Malachi. You see, God spoke to his prophet Malachi, saying, For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly, will be stubble. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, That will leave them neither root nor branch. Remember the law of Moses, the statutes and judgments, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. Yes, God closed the prophetic word of the Old Testament with a warning to everyone. The warning was simple. Reflect, repent, and repeat. Why did God quarantine himself for 400 years? Because the time was full for God to take a step back and let the world try to rule itself, fix its own problems, and suffer the consequences of our own sinful and wicked ways. It was like God was saying, Fine, if you don't want to listen to me, go ahead and try to do it for yourself. And if you're a parent, you might have experienced that yourself. Yes, God is a God of judgment, but he is also a God of love. In fact, in those final words of warning from the prophet Malachi, there were also words of hope. In chapter 7, God asks us to do one simple thing. Well, actually, there are three. Reflect, repent, and repeat. Reflect on God's commandments. Repent from our sins and return to serving Him. Repeat daily. Verse 7, God asks each of us, Return to me, and I will return to you. And in verse 10, God says that if we do return to Him and Follow his commandments, he will give food to his house, that is the church, those who have accepted Jesus Christ and follow his ways. And then he will send many, many blessings. And with those last words, God quarantined himself for 400 years. Am I saying that God sent judgment and is sending judgment on this wicked world? No, that's not what I'm saying. So please don't misquote me. What I am trying to do in this episode is give the hope of Jesus Christ to all who will listen. In fact, when God began to speak prophetically after 400 years, it was the announcement of the Immaculate Conception of Jesus Christ, the hope of salvation to all who would believe. But that was over 2,000 years ago. How many have listened? How many are still not believing? How many are still mocking God and the word of his prophets, priests, and preachers? Many are wondering, where is God? Has God quarantined himself from you? He certainly has curtailed his presence in the physical church, that is, in the buildings where the church meets. And I'm sure he's still talking to individuals in their prayers, just like during an intertestamental period. But if he seems to be in quarantine when it comes to this global pandemic, maybe it's time to reflect on God's word. Repent from our sinful and wicked ways and then repeat daily. The truth is maybe God did not send this pandemic, but he certainly is allowing it to happen. So maybe just maybe God is saying, fine, if you don't want to listen to me, go ahead and try to do it yourself. Try and figure it out on your own. In the meantime, I'll be self-isolating from the sinful and wicked world. Now, if this seems cruel or sacrilegious, just remember that God is a holy God. And we are the sinners. In fact, that is why God sent His Son, Jesus Christ. He sent Jesus to die for our sins. So while we are in our homes self-isolating or quarantining ourselves, This would be a great time to reflect, repent, and repeat a relationship with God. Then we can look forward to rejoicing when God sends the blessings. In fact, I'm going to do something a little different today. I'm going to end this episode with a prayer for this hurting world. And I hope that that you will join me. So let's pray. Dear God, Father in Heaven. Thank you that we get to be a part of your global church at this moment in time. Thank you for the opportunity to spread your love and hope to a hurting world living in darkness and despair. But God, your word says that if your people humble themselves and turn away from our wicked ways and call on your name, that you will answer and heal our land. So we're asking for your forgiveness, Father, and that you would send the Holy Spirit and turn our hearts toward you. Help us to strengthen our faith. Strengthen your church and to remind us of how much you love this hurting world. Please heal our land and use us to meet the needs of others. Grow our faith as you grow your global church. And come, Lord Jesus, and do what only you can do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Rev. Dr. Robert C. Phelps, reminding you to read God's Word, do God's work, and do it God's way. For this is the stuff that matters. Thank you.